Hello and welcome to episode 57 of our podcast, Smart Consulting Sourcing, the podcast about consulting procurement. My name is Hélène and I'll be your host today. Each week, I'll give you the keys to better use, manage and source consulting services. This week, I'll answer seven questions about internal versus external consulting. Last week, I discussed how to choose between generalist and specialized consultants. We saw that there is a role for both generalists and specialists in the world of consulting. Each type of consultant successfully helps executives find solutions given the right situation. People often ask me the differences between internal and external consultants. So today I will answer the seven most common questions about internal consultants. Let me start with the first question. Who independent are external and internal consultants? The level of independence varies and affects to a degree the execution of a project. Logically, we can assume that external consultants have a greater level of freedom and independence. Internal consultants are subject to organizational hierarchy, while external consultants operate at arm's length and give unbiased and independent advice in theory. However, if internal teams have to consider case stakeholders that could influence their future careers, External consultants have a vested interest in acquiring repeat business. Therefore, they tend to be more careful with their conclusions and how they present them. If they consider there might be a significant risk for future revenue streams. Independent to stakeholders? Yes. To power? Maybe. We often talk in this podcast about skills and expertise. But how does skills and expertise level vary between internal and external consultants? When it comes to skills and expertise, there are a lot of commonalities between both populations. Internal consultants are usually experts in their field or have just joined after a consulting career. External consultants maintain a niche on consultative selling skills and advanced capabilities. And so do internal consultants with the cost performance trade-off and capabilities that have started to commoditize. A key differentiator relates to intimacy with the company. Even though some external consultants tend to work with companies for years, nothing can replace being part of it to apprehend its culture and core activities. Some projects require strong intimacy with the company to blend in or provide inside-out expertise. Internal consultants are probably the right partners, but sometimes you need to fit the project with rich experience from other companies in the same field or capability. It will be then complicated to top the external experts. Top consulting firms live and die by their ability to produce fresh thought leadership. They need to be at the edge of their discipline to remain relevant. Consultants need to write white papers and research materials to climb the ranks of their firm. It is not as material for the internal consulting roles as they are like other employees focused on project and execution. Price is almost always a major deciding factor when working with consultants. Are costs that different between internal and external consultants? Usually, internal consulting groups are seen as cost center. They often charge back for their time, just like an engineering team would charge to a program or an industrial project. This practice allows a healthy check and balance with the internal customers. 
Not that a small number of companies like Deutsche Post or Thales have started to position internal consulting groups as an internal business unit with the PNL. Their consulting groups are often offering their services outside the company as well. External consulting costs are usually paid in full by the unit benefiting from the services. At times, it might create a lack of visibility of the actual consolidated consulting fees paid by a given firm. Profitability from consulting firms come from the level of utilization of their teams, whereas for internal consulting, it comes from the impact generating down the line. So the war of talents in the consulting industry is raging. How can clients find the best talents for the consulting group? It's sometimes hard for an internal consulting group to acquire and retain the best talent. The level of compensation in the consulting industry is exceptionally high. It is complicated, if not impossible, for industrial companies to keep up. Hiring a senior consultant or a partner in particular can be very soon unattainable for a company. They have to use much imagination to attract the right talent and give them opportunities to grow. Besides, once a consultant has joined a company with a high compensation package, it can be difficult to find the next position within the company. A route less traveled is to embed a few years in the internal consulting group as part of the career path for high potential executives. GE is incubating Crotonville graduates as black belt project leaders before advancing further in their career. These solutions allow them to solve the compensation gap issue and increase the intimacy level with the company. One of the most striking differences between top consulting firms and internal consulting groups is the homogeneity of talent. The pool of talent in external consulting firms is extremely robust, sometimes at the expense of diversity. Nevertheless, we cannot deny the impact on the quality of talent available in most consulting firms. An internal consulting group will show more heterogeneous profile, blend critical mass and internal HR policy reasons. Besides, global consulting firms can provide instant access to a worldwide talent pool when an internal consulting group is often centralized at the headquarter. Last but not least, the tenure of consultants is usually not the same. Joining an internal consulting group is considered a step in the career of an employee. Companies cannot afford to have permanent internal consulting structures of unlimited size. The opportunity for consultants to develop from within are also limited. You will rarely find an internal consulting entity with a pyramidal structure typical of established firms. As a result, the managers are much more involved in the execution of projects. They also have a limited bandwidth to address multiple projects. Succession too can become an issue as successes will be challenging to develop in this setup. How do client consultants relationships differ from internal to external consultants? It is lonely at the top. CEOs and top executives cannot always bounce sensitive ideas with their executive teams. They often appreciate having senior trusted advisors that are not tied to the company. On the political added value, external consultants definitely trump their internal ones. However, 
When it comes to connecting with the teams and facilitating change, the internal route is often smoother. It is particularly true for implementing projects that do not require a strong connection to the top. When the impact is somehow linked to a consultant's influence in the organization, the connection to the top management or the board will be a must. The external teams often have a stronger relationship with this group. How do consultants' individual interests and behaviors intersect with clients' interests? External consultants do their best and have the best interest of their clients in mind. Some consultants even decide to buy some shares in the company they are supporting or to be paid in equity. Risk of conflict of interest aside, it is a good illustration of their commitment. However, consultants are making a living by selling projects and keeping the activities running. Therefore, they keep their eyes on the ball during any project. Delivering satisfactory results is a prerequisite. They also have in mind to sell the next phase of the project or to identify an adjacency that could lead to another project. Internal consultants are more detached from this objective to sell internally another project. They are also more focused on delivering an impact than they are obviously half skin in the game. That being said, no situation is perfect. Instead, they will focus their attention on securing the next step in the company and above all, not jeopardizing it. This objective in itself might partially limit the full execution of the project. How do implementation projects and support level expected differ between internal and external consultants? One of the fundamental differences in the scope of activities of internal consultants is the proportion of implementation projects. External consultants are spending most of their time on the front end, analysis and recommendation. But internal consultants are usually supporting projects end to end. The explanation for this difference is simple, costs. External consultants are generally quite expensive from a daily rate standpoint. Companies tend to focus the consulting activities on tasks they cannot deliver themselves. It creates an opportunity for internal consultants or low-cost implementation consultants. McKinsey recently invested in a sub-brand in Europe to support implementation work where a McKinsey premium would not be affordable. Working with consultants able to follow through on the projects is highly appreciated. Everyone can learn during the implementation and avoid repeating the same mistakes. It is also very welcomed by the internal consultants themselves as they can see the results of their actions. There are pros and cons to working with both internal and external consultants. Again, you should decide based on the needs of each project. When you have an internal consulting group, it makes sense to integrate them in a project bit when their competencies cover the scope. Put them in competition when necessary and measure performance. They will get all the keys to better serve their internal clients. That's it for today. Next time, I'll give you my tips to build positive relationships with your consulting firms. In the meantime, if you have any questions or want to learn more about what we do at Consulting Quest, just send me an email at ellen.lafitte with two Fs and two Ts at consultingquest.com. You can also have a look at our website, consultingquest.com, to know more about our book, our publications, and our services to improve your consulting sourcing. 
Bye and see you next week. Au revoir.